Once upon a time, one had to beware the lure of sweets. Hello, sweet children. Hello. A couple members of the Randy Newman fandom discussing one of his songs at random, followed by another. That's a cover. It's Wheel of Randy. It's time once again for another episode of Wheel of Randy, and I've got big news. Not only are we the number one Randy Newman podcast in the world, as of this week, we are the number 205 music podcast in all of Canada. So thanks to all you Canadians giving us some love, and one of these days maybe we'll hit the American charts. Or maybe we're just the Kim Mitchell of podcasts. Let's start the show. It's Wheel of Randy. Well, folks, we got Randy Hire today here. Thanks for coming on today, Randy. Thanks for having me. We don't know each other, but we have mutual friends all over the place. Indeed. And and you are a, a musician here in Oklahoma City. And uh, tell tell me about your band. Um, I'm in Chat Pile. I go under the name Reagan Reagan Bush when I sing <laughs> in Chat Pile. Uh, for 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 people out, outside of Oklahoma, they don't realize what a brilliant name Chat Pile is. <laughs> why, 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 why don't you tell people who who are, haven't been lucky enough to see a Chat Pile in, up close? Well, a chat pile is a big pile of, like, toxic waste, basically. It's runoff from, um, I can't remember what kind of mining it is, but it basically, it it destroyed a whole town called Pitcher, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. It made it this toxic, it's the most toxic place in America, allegedly, like, up there with, like, Love Canal and Buffalo, which we have our mutual friend has a Buffalo connection, Griffin, I believe, would be, and he's a guitar player in chat pile. And yeah, uh, our friend, our the bass player in the band, Austin, he came up with the name. And yeah, it is. It's pretty much, it's perfect. It's everything that we want to say about what we are and stuff, you know. And a lot of people don't know what that is, but then you look it up and you find out what it is. They, so, and got, they are win-win. huge. Yeah, I've never seen them actually in real. Life. I've never been up there. Have you? It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Pitcher used to be, I think, like the the zinc and lead capital of the world, and now yes. it's just that's it. it's zinc mining, yeah. ghost town, yeah, this nasty stuff. Uh, I've listened, I've listened to Chat Pile. I like it a lot. How would, how would you describe it? Um, I think the boys, like Griffin and Austin, the bass and guitar player in the in the band, respectively. Um, they're definitely uh metal fans and stuff like that and they're bringing i mean we're like a heavy i wouldn't i guess we'd, we'd be more like noise rock but with like a metal kind of edge to it i mean i personally don't listen to much metal at all you know but yeah. like i'm just a singer in the band so but the music musically i guess yeah sort of metallic noise rock i guess is what you describe us as all right almost feel silly in the age of covid but uh, where do you like to play in town I... <laughs> well 
there's actually a video of us uh, playing at the Drunken Fry. Okay, yeah. Um, February, like right before, and then we we ended up playing this little noise fest in Dallas called No Coast, and with a uh, there was some cool some cool bands there. I'm trying to think of it's it's not Cherubs is supposed to be there some pony i can't remember i'm i'm gonna get crucified for not remembering what this distorted pony okay they're like a legendary I, like I, noise rock band i was thinking you as pink pony uh christina no, no, fallon's no, no. band <laughs> no 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 okay no 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 uh because <laughs> this is going to be a real uh, short interview <laughs> <laughs> no i have no affiliation with uh with that camp at all okay but um but uh yeah, uh, so I, you know, I don't know. Who knows? Because I, I know that since since we played that show, the people that were really championing us, championing, la, 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 sorry, tongue tied, uh, that really had our backs at a drunken fry, are gone now. So like, I, I don't know. Like locally, like where we'll play. Like personally, I like to play where I can walk to. And now mm-hmm. I've moved since then, and I live close to the Blue Note. So maybe. Maybe when all this is ever, we'll play at the blue now. I don't, I don't know. You know, who knows? Yeah, there you go. Uh, shoot. Uh, are you, uh, you from Oklahoma originally? Are you a, a transplant like yeah, me? I've lived Oklahoma most of my life. I'm technically, I was born in Illinois, but um, I'm from here where are you from i know that you said that in one of the episodes uh, alabama to. originally alabama I, i've been here 30 years I, my wife tells me i'm local so i guess i've made it <laughs> yeah yeah i've uh i've been living here i was lived in illinois for like one year so i've lived in oklahoma for 35 years okay basically yeah. but yeah and uh shoot trying to think remind me where the drunken fry is i've seen the name all over the place the Drunken Fry, uh, like classically, it used to be part of the Bermuda Triangle, which is this deep OKC knowledge, which the Bermuda Triangles, oh, Edna's, the Hilo, and Drunken Fry. Okay. And for about a decade, it was like, you know, it goes across Northwest Expressway, right where it becomes uh, I-44, and people would just stagger across that part of Northwest Expressway drunk at night and stuff. Yeah. It was crazy. But... Then the the version we played at is down um, by it's sort of like I guess you'd say it's class class and ten pen is the neighborhood it's technically in it's like class and and like twelfth street maybe uh-huh. it's right across the street from Good Times which is another like newer bar that's up in the past few years but the Drunken Fry has a stage and stuff it was just fun. I mean you can find that show easily of us playing there and it was we had a lot of fun i mean it was a thrilling experience for sure for us but yeah i don't know i don't i when i brought that place up i don't mean that like i have like total like well, well you know me i'm always fishing for sponsorship so <laughs> oh okay i hear you i hear you um shoot i'm trying to think uh, you you really took the pressure off me when 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 you signed on and and you reminded me that we we didn't know each other that well because I was <laughs> God how, I don't remember how we connected how you you got hold of the show well it's the praise down Discord oh, okay yeah yeah I got brought in by Kirsten and Griffin 
and maybe Griffin's the one that gave me. And we were just talking about Randy Newman, and my name is Randy, and I happen to be a Randy Newman super fan to some extent. Very nice. We'll get we can get into that here in a, a bit. If you I, I'm I'm no gatekeeper. You want to call yourself a super fan? That's fine. With me. Uh, so yeah, I I. I was I was surprised when I started listening to Tap Pile. I was like, I didn't imagine a lot of of, of noise rock and Randy crossover, but mm. but uh, you know, songwriting is songwriting, I guess. I, when when did you uh, when did you start getting into Randy? Well, um, I think I was trying to remember. I mean, I wish I could I could probably have looked it up and pinpointed it, but Rhino Records re released. Um, sail away and good old boys at the same time in deluxe editions yeah and uh entertainment weekly which i was a like avid follow i had a subscription for many many years for, uh, for entertainment weekly of course before the internet i mean it was it was a good good magazine oh, yeah. uh they did a like a, a review of like both albums you know like a small little review and like they i think like I th- I want to say that they gave Sail Away an A plus or something. They gave it. They gave him both like super high ratings. And I I knew Randy from, um, like uh, Toy Story, and mm-hmm. then you know like Family Guy had at that time What's like that? famously made fun of Randy. Like he was very irrelevant. Do you remember that left foot, right foot, or something like that? Yes, yes. And it was like, well, that's Randy Newman. He just sits over there and sings about what he sees, and <laughs> which is such a deductive. I don't know. That yeah. always made me kind of. It was funny until you. But if, it's funny unless you know anything about Randy Newman. Right. I think you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I bought that album so away, and it's just to me, it's it's just one of the best albums ever. You know, I, yeah. I think there's no bad song. Every song is important and good. It's been an extremely influential album on me. And I've done before I was, I am the singer in chat pile, but I have lots of tons and tons of solo material I've been doing. For, I've been playing music for 20 years and I, I am very, very, influ- he's been a huge influence for me personally. And I've always, I just love those like, the darker seventies singer songwriter guys yeah. like Loudon Wainwright uh-huh. and Randy Newman and Leonard Cohen and Lou Reed, you know, those have been my guys. Yeah. So. I, I never got the, uh, that deluxe edition of sail away. I did get the, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, good old boys one. And mm-hmm. man, that was, that was a treat because the second disc was just all, all of his demos and he's talking through the plot yes and it's just is this a gold mine and he's saying to the the engineer i don't even know why i'm saying this no one is ever going to hear this <laughs> but it has all this this subtext for for what that album you know his original version of that with uh, johnny cutler being the yeah the, uh, the... johnny cutler's birthday right yeah, isn't yeah, what yeah. the album was first called mm-hmm. uh so one of these days i'll 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 get that that uh that two disc of sail away but yeah sail away is my favorite and it's also the one that i start people with because mm-hmm. uh there's nothing that's really going to alienate anybody off of those give, give them a good taste of that and uh, that's true although i feel like uh the song sail away is as like like 
quote unquote problematic as like rednecks is honestly yeah like, i mean the the slur in there is is more recognizable to to true, english true. than to the americans so it's easy to to to, to let the, to hear the the w word i guess and and, mm -hmm. and not really process it um so yeah that is a a, a definitely a wicked song uh, i felt a lot better once i'd heard uh, uh ray charles cover it it's like okay if, if ray charles mm. gives the okay on this then yeah mm -hmm. we, we, i've never heard that before actually that's cool yeah it's uh you can find it on, on youtube the video quality is not great but the audio is there it was right after 9 11 and everyone was doing an america album ray charles did an america album but he did it his way he put songs like sail away on there i'm not gonna <laughs> sugarcoat this that's awesome yeah. hell yeah so yeah that, that was good stuff um before we get to your, your song today uh one question i've been asking people lately uh this uh, a segment of the show that we call second chances mm -hmm. and this is kind of a stump the guest kind of thing uh, I, I like Randy because uh, he's someone that I had to give a second chance to. First time around, I, I kind of blew him off. But once, mm -hmm. once I was older and, and, and really dug deep, I really appreciated it. So my question to you is, who is an, an artist or a band that you think people need to give a second chance to? Someone that people know of and they've kind of you know, dismissed it, but they need to go back and take a closer look. I'm glad you asked this because I, I knew I was hoping you would ask this uh, and I prepared an answer. This is a huge band. It's not like and you could never argue that this is an underrated. They're rated. They're very rated. But U2 for me is a band that uh, U2 is maybe my favorite band ever. And they've they've done nothing to help themselves <laughs> in the last 10 years by putting that album I mean, really, ever since Elevation and Tomb Raider soundtrack to iPods to putting their album, like, it should have been, an like, somebody mentioned, I was listening to a podcast where they're like, you know, if they would have made it, like, a free option, that everybody would have loved them for that. But because they put it onto the people's phones and stuff, they didn't like it. Although I think Songs of Innocence is a terrific album. I love you too, personally. I just think, I think they're, they're one of those bands that they're like they're so big they're kind of like metallica is another one that like i mean it's just like maybe i live in a bubble and i'm wishing that the people who live in the bubble with me would appreciate this and people outside of the bubble still are like you know you two's like the best band ever you know whatever i don't know it just seems like a lot of people my age i'm 36 okay. like and people younger than me hate you too i'm just like have you listened to war like joshua tree i mean that shit is like it's unassailable to me it's it's so good people forget they were they're they're like contemporaries with like joy division and like cool cool bands you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah. like i don't know i, I think I, I think i'm well me me and my friends are to blame for that i'm 46 and we mm. just really pounded you two onto people younger than us because you know joshua tree came out i was you know 14 and and Rattle and Hum came out, and everybody went to see Rattle and Hum. It was just that I, they were the end-all, be-all of, 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 of the class of 91, and, and I think we, we, we pushed it too hard. We, we, we kind of forced people younger than us to, 
the uh, uh, I, I, I think we overhyped him a little bit, but mm. yeah, I mean, it's there is absolutely, yeah. What's the word use unassailable? That's that's really the perfect word for it. That, that uh, I just feel like, yeah, I mean, where the streets have no name, it's just like that song pumps me up so much, you know, just like I. It makes me like feel like I'm flying, honestly. Like it's just it's that kind of music where it's just like, just I don't know. People, I don't know. I don't know what the situation is. I just think it's it's good music, and I, but people seem to hate like younger people, especially. Are like you too. It's like what? Like you like, and then they're like, but I love Brian Eno, and I'm like, did you know Brian Eno produced like all of the really good U2 albums? Yeah, like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. I don't know. So, all right. Good answer. Good answer. All right. So, what song have you brought for us to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about Memo to My Son. Oh, I love this song so much, Randy. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this song so much. Folks, take a couple minutes. You don't even have to take a couple minutes. Take one minute and 50 seconds and, and yep. listen to this. This is off the album Sail Away, and there's a link. Uh, on our Twitter feed. So y'all listen to Memo to My Son. Uh, listen to it twice. You've got time. And then we will be right back. Hello. Would you like a bite of my lovely house? But then a remarkable sweetener came along. No, thanks. We brought our own things, all made with NutraSweet. NutraSweet tastes just like sugar, but without all the calories. And it's not bad for teeth. Okay. When I started this show, it was songs like this that I was hoping people would come to talk about because, Hell yeah. oh, this is such a funny song and such a clever song. What, 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 walk us through it. Walk, walk through your impressions of it. Um, I, to, this is one that just like, I love the sound, like on the album, on Sail Away, it comes in. I think you've had, I'm thinking this is track eight. About right, and yeah. burn on is right before this maybe uh-huh. or something it's sort of a a more up-tempo song kind of just like in the middle of it and it's just the lyrics i mean the whole thing the title is hilarious in and of itself memo to my son uh-huh. you know and like in the i remember reading in the liner note that's one of the another thing about that rhino edition it's got these like wonderful liner notes where he's got little they interviewed him and stuff or whatever and he talks about this song and it's about in his mind or whatever it was about a dad who is not interested in his child until he's old enough to understand his jokes basically oh yeah and and i listened to your uh your dave from knoxville episode and he picked uh uh i don't i want you to hurt like i do Uh i feel like that's sort of a that song old man this they're all sort of like part of a piece in my opinion you know but um this yeah he was writing he's just like i think and basically he says like i think my dad was sort of like that in a way he's like not me though i love all that goo goo gaga shit i think is what he said (laughs) and like but like i don't know i've always to me i I just i've always related to this song a lot you know like i mean i don't have any kids personally but just like in my experience with my own father and stuff this is a very relatable song in my opinion you know like i mean just like kind of like it's not like the dad's not present in the song he's talking to his kid but the whole premise of the song is like you know like 
he's just like he's talking to a baby basically and he's just like what have you done to the mirror what have you done to the bedroom like can i go nowhere without you can't leave you alone anymore you know it's just like i was putting I, these expectations on this like toddler basically i love how he's telling on himself that he has this 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 kid who, who can't walk or talk yet and yet he's clearly been in the habit of just leaving him <laughs> and yeah. coming back and saying what yeah. what's going on uh <laughs> that that he's there's so many reasons this this guy is i'm not gonna call him a bad dad he's not an abusive dad but he's really yeah. really clueless yes and uh yeah uh, yeah maybe just sort of like it's a really honest song about not being ready to be a dad maybe you know yeah from that yeah. perspective or something just like i'm i'm still young i'm in the prime of my life like why am i why am I hanging out with a baby right now? Uh-huh. It's like, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's, I don't know. Yeah. But. And then I, I, I love a song with a good punchline and he, he's got one when he, he says, all right, I'm going to hit you with the wisdom. I'm going to show you how smart I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, yeah, I love it. It's, and that's perfect. You yeah. know, like that is what a lot of dads are. Why? I mean, I don't know. I oh, think yeah. he just nail, he nails that, you know, just like this whole, like, you like yeah when somebody is like does dominion over somebody like that it's like oh like you know like oh my dad's like the smartest person on earth you know but by the time you are like 25 you're like wow my dad is like as dumb as i my dad's maybe like dumber he is dumber than me you know like and it's just like (laughs) it's just like it plays with that like you know but like now that i'm I feel like I'm probably about the age Randy Newman was writing from the perspective of, you mm-hmm. know, that I have a, a kid or anything, but like, I don't know. It's just interesting how, like, how smart he is, you know, and like he writes the way he writes things, he leaves enough open that you can interpret it all through your life differently. I think, you know, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm glad you mentioned, uh, I'm glad you mentioned old man. And what was the other one you mentioned? Um, I I want you to hurt like I do. Yeah, I want you to hurt like I do. Because there, I th- this father son dynamic is just everywhere. I mean, it, it's in his first record, uh, mm-hmm. all the way through, like you know, potholes on 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 harps and angels. There's mm. there's always this deep love between the father and son, but uh, but there's so much dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it's a theme that, that that's all the way through. Uh, on his uh, on his first record, he has this song called uh, "So Long, Dad," mm-hmm. and you know, it's basically the son visiting the dad and making it as short a visit as possible. Yeah, yeah. I found a girl. Well, I gotta go. <laughs> Drop by, but call me first, please. <laughs> uh, and you know, I don't know much about his relationship with his dad, other than the fact that his dad you know, lived until you know, the 1990s. So it's not like mm-hmm. he's, it's not like he he's this young man with with with, with a, a dead father, and he's trying to process it. You know, for, yeah. for better or for worse, they had a long relationship. And, yeah, and I don't know how much truth is in, in in the songs that he writes. I'm not sure if he had a good relationship with his dad or a bad, but he, if, if it was not a, a bad relationship, he, he fakes it wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Just the, all, all these, these complex things b- between them. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe he's just focused, like, the bad stuff sells better, you know? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but then again, a guy like Randy Newman would write about anything you'd think about, so I don't know. I think, yeah, I think he mainly probably just had a complex relationship with his father, but, yeah. like, not, like, the worst relationship in the world. Like, yeah, if you're saying he lived his, into the 90s, I mean, Randy Newman now is 80-something, right? I think so, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're coming up on it, yeah. Uh, I remember uh, my dad uh, messaged me eh, maybe 10 years ago. He said, you send me all these records, but you've never sent me a Randy Newman. Uh, why Why is that? And I said, well, it's because this song, Old Man, I don't want you to hear it and get the wrong impression. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it, 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 was, it was always kind of taboo i i didn't didn't share randy a lot with my dad but there was but there was kind of this relationship i'm not to get too personal in it but but very much you know this being a one minute and 50 second song you know if if i could keep my dad on the phone for a minute 50 that was a long conversation yeah hell yeah so it's it's i'll get your mother kind of thing so yeah so absolutely um and I, I think that's that's a comment on on the times as much as anything that we have this uh, this society where the expectations for a father were so low compared to today mm-hmm. that 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 we have this this guy who is neglectful and clueless, but he's still the good guy. Yeah, he still he loves his son. He tells him, "I'll always love you." Yeah. I yeah, I I personally like to be a little optimistic about this guy. I guess you know, even though he does feel that way, it's like I don't know. I think people privately feel ways that would make other people recoil in horror, you know, a lot, you know, and just like, but like that's a big part of being like a human being is that you can contain those thoughts in your head and not act on them. You can like, you know, and like, you can also like rationalize the like, Oh, I shouldn't feel this like, or you just, you know, you know what I mean? Like you can quash like bad thoughts and stuff like that. You know, if you think about like being cruel to somebody or, you know, or whatever, or just like how much you hate somebody or like even like hurting, harming somebody, you know, like I think, I think a lot, I think the, those kinds of thoughts are a lot more common than they're given uh, that people act like they are, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I'm kind of stepping on myself a little bit, but you know what I'm saying? I just I, like, I do know. I feel like he's speaking. It's an inner monologue of something you would never say to your kid. You know what I mean? Like, at the same time, this is a guy who's clearly not uh, not quick to anger. Yes. This kid has clearly made a huge mess yes. on his watch. Yes. And he responds you know, with a memo, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, I, I, I see him as this, this businessman, and this is, that's the only way he knows to communicate with anyone. Yeah. Is to send a memo <laughs> out. <laughs> I've always almost kind of heard it as uh, memo to my son. Oh, you know, okay, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Note to self. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'm with you. I I I I I think this guy's gonna. I think it's gonna work out. I, I th- yeah, I think he's gonna get better at being a dad. But uh, it, it, 
even though he doesn't express a lot of vulnerability about it, uh, it, it's clear he's got a lot to learn. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I think I think it's one of his more positive characters for sure. Yeah. All right, I've got a surprise for you. This song was used in a commercial. Oh shit! And it was a commercial that was pulled off the air. So okay. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to share this real quick, and uh, then <laughs> discuss the history behind it because it is a insane, insane commercial. All right, folks, this is for NutraSweet in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> Banana plants don't make NutraSweet. Neither do cows, but they might as well. If you've had bananas and milk, you've eaten what's in NutraSweet. It's made from things like those found naturally in good things to eat, like two building blocks of protein. Nature doesn't make NutraSweet, but NutraSweet couldn't be made without it. NutraSweet brand sweetener. Just look for the Probably swirl. the most dishonest commercial I've ever seen. <laughs> NutraSweet has two amino acids in it. And they say, that's natural. <laughs> Why did they use Memo to my son as the music? Okay, the reason they use Memo to my son, and this is a little bit of conjecture, is because most of the songs that NutraSweet used, uh, they took, and Randy sings it, they took Dayton, Ohio, and turned it into a NutraSweet jingle. Okay, I don't remember. I'm trying to like think of what the NutraSweet jingle would be. Right, but I, I, like... Okay, okay, we're gonna pull this up because it's it, it's yeah. a real nice way. <laughs> yeah. All right. I want to pull this up. Other NutraSweet commercials <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. Would you like to have something sweet? What you got there? Something you and your kids can agree on. Something with NutraSweet instead of sugar. Would you like to have something sweet? So do you think you could have your mom talk to my mom? What? Yes. <laughs> Is that Miko Hughes from Oklahoma? Not him, but the other kid. No, it's not. It just looks like him. So yeah, he. That's insane. Randy, who will sell out to anybody, and he'll he will tell you. I mean, took my number one song that he ever wrote, Dayton, and turned it into a a, a, a an aspartame jingle. And I figure he, I, I just picture him at the boardroom going, "I'll throw in memo to my son for free." <laughs> Yeah, it's like, do you guys want rednecks? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So That's crazy. Like, is... I can't believe that he would, would you like to try something sweet? <laughs> like, oh, man. Which, as a kid, that's the only, I, I, I'd heard that jingle growing up my whole life. I, I hear Dayton the first time when I'm 30. I'm like, Wait a goddamn minute. Yeah. Yeah. This is the NutraSweet song. So this would be about the same time he did Cop Rock, right? Uh, a little bit before. This is 86. Cop Rock was about 89. Oh, okay. But, you know, this is when um, 
cocaine was expensive. Uh, yes, that's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> is like what would his his album at this point would be Land of Hope and Dream or Land uh, of this Dreams would be or... about the time of the Trouble in Paradise. Oh, yeah. So that whole I love LA. Yeah, Land Crazy. of Dreams. Would, yeah, Land of Dreams would be closer. But yeah, it's not like it's not like either of those songs the public knew. I mean, yeah, I don't. It's like okay, it's easier to just rewrite it than to uh, come up with an original single. That is, that is truly like mind blowing. I I had no idea that he had changed the words to Dayton, Ohio, to be about Nutrisweet. Yeah, and then yeah, to use like the music to mem- memo to my son, it is uplifting in that kind of yeah. like try Nutrisweet type yeah. of way. I get. I mean. It's it's strange, but it's way more surprising that he'd be like, "Yeah, I'll rewrite the words to be about this, like you know, sugar substitute or whatever." But like, the, yeah. the the uh, the feds did pull that commercial because they said, "No, this is not natural. This isn't made from milk and bananas." <laughs> but you know, this was <laughs> yeah. People had gone so nuts about saccharin. Uh, yeah, in eighty one through eighty two, that when 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 Equal came out, it was very much this stuff won't kill you. Mm. There was some shady history behind that. It's really, really like terrible, terrible chemical. But, yeah, but, uh, but they uh, they had Randy money. <laughs> so I, I I imagine you know. He's hot off doing the score to the natural, probably at that point, right? Yeah. Like, so, I mean, somebody I, I can imagine him, you know, selling out to Big Farm today. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully not today. If he did that, like, I, if Big Farm had been doing this in the eighties, fair enough. He yeah, sold yeah. Out to, oh, God bless the man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here it comes, Randy. Here comes the wheel. And if you, uh, oh, you, yeah, you haven't heard last week's because it's still in the can, but this is the new and improved wheel. This is the skinny wheel because we had too many people say that we had repeats. So we have a brand Ah. new wheel with just the stuff we haven't done. You know, I was thinking about, as much as a Randy Newman fan as I am, I've kind of like, I know the first five albums and there's still a few songs in there that I don't know. And then like, after that, it's like, if you got stuff from like Faust on here, like I'm going to be screwed. Well, that's, that's the beauty of a cold listen. (laughs) Indeed. Give me a stop whenever you're ready. Spin the wheel, spin the wheel, spin the wheel of Randy. Come on, naked man. Come on, naked man. Stop. Okay. I don't know if I know this one. All right. This is from Faust. You set yourself up. Is it really? (laughs) No way. Yes. Slanted Dom can't keep a good man down. So, so <laughs> folks, get break, break, you know, out, read, break out your uh, turntable and uh, and and get out your your album of Faust, and this is track two off 
of Faust. It's called Can't Keep a Good Man Down. Randy's singing this. He is the devil, and he has just been kicked out of heaven. So that's your context. <laughs> All right. So we will be right back, guys. I can't believe it. We have soft drinks and desserts and frozen treats. How about a nice drink pipe, huh? Does it have the swirl on it? Come on, give me a break. Nutrisweet brand sweetener. Look for the swirl. <laughs> and we are back. Dang. Dang. Well, you know, I kind of like that song. Yeah. I, I think I've heard it before, but like not in a long, long time, you know. It, it, it's one that, that could, you can do in the context of the show or you can do it standing apart. Because, man, who can't relate to who can't relate to having a rough day and say, no, we're, we're good. I'm going yeah. to make it through this. That album, that was like at the time like the first new randy newman in like like a decade plus oh, right yeah. he hold he himself up right this this was his big this was his magnum opus and mm. nobody cared <laughs> is there a way to see it like did they film it like um i i've seen clips not of the whole show but no and and you know i've as an Oklahoma Broadway fan, I'm 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 used to relying on the soundtrack. I'm a theater of mm. the mind guy, so the the album mm-hmm. has, has has always been enough for me. But every now and then, you can see little pieces of it out there. Uh, Al Riggs, who was on the show uh, several episodes back, uh, keeps making noises about hosting a production of Faust with this group of high schoolers, and if it does, I will go out to North Carolina to watch him do it. That would be freaking awesome. It, it was a show that, that broke all the rules. It, it starts off breaking the fourth wall because the devil gets kicked out of heaven because he reminds God that neither of them really exists. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is not <laughs> off so much. You know, I, as we were listening to it and uh, today, earlier, before we were, started doing this i was thinking like that'd be funny if it was something from faust and of course it was you know but like i've since since i like got into randy newman and listened to faust once maybe when i was like 20 or uh-huh. something i've read dr faustus by marlo and i've read faust by goethe too so like okay. i've never read i'm a little so. more qualified now to like maybe if i went back i would actually enjoy it you know i've like i've written papers about both of those those works so yeah, like, if, if you know. do let me know because I just like uh, all, all I know about the Odyssey is the Cohen brothers. Yeah, all I know about mm-hmm. Faust is Randy Newman. So <laughs> I, it would be good to get your perspective on that. There is a cover of this song that uh, is pretty insane. I won't make you watch it, but uh, this the version of this song was done by the cast of Ally McBeal. By that of that song we just listened yeah, to. Yeah, the song we just listened to. They had an entire episode that was nine or ten Randy songs, but one of them was was Cajun Fish singing. You can't keep that's got to be their the writer, right? Or the the guy who created the show, wasn't he? Kind of a nutball. Like... Yeah, it, it was it was pretty nutty. <laughs> that is that is available on YouTube, but that is not officially this week's cover. We're not. Interesting. Alan McBeal, Randy Newman. I'm gonna definitely have to look that up. Might check that out. Yeah, that whole episode is uh, 
it's got to be seen to be believed. <laughs> uh, but we should come up with a official cover for this week's cover. This week's cover. There are a few people that have covered Memo to My Son. There's one copy that's The Great White Whale. You can't find it anywhere online. Uh, but Guster did a version of Memo to My Son. Interesting. And I, I hope I don't lose anyone's respect by saying I don't know anything about Guster other than I've heard the name. But it's out there. But one that I really enjoyed that I will send a link to is a band out of San Francisco. Uh, it's a, like a Mexican heritage society called Los Sensontles, <clears throat> which I guess means the Mockingbirds. They have an album mm. of covers, and the cover that they choose for Randy is, is Memo to My Son. And they cover uh, Bowie and the Killers and the Pogues on this. It's, uh, you know, if you were going to do a covers album, they picked 10 pretty deep cuts. So respect nice. to that. So we'll send a link to that out there huge respect to anybody that would cover memo to my son yeah. honestly yeah and they cover it pretty straight but but you can tell they they, they appreciate the time and cheek going on there i think that's it about it randy thanks for coming how can people get hold of you and uh all of that stuff um i can be found at at ray gun bush spelled like the beer uh on twitter and instagram i mean my twitter is it's nothing special wait i'm a little bit better at instagram maybe and you know just listen to chat pile or randy rules is my other project uh randy it's r-u-l-z randy r-u-l-z at bandcamp.com or you can find me on uh spotify or whatever apple music and stuff and uh are you on the discord a lot the praise down discord i'm on the discord a fair bit i mainly am on the tv and film I talked to, I know, uh, Keithan, I talked to him about, uh, you know, like, I, he he's a fellow, I'm a big uh, a Blu-ray collector, and so he, he also collects, uh, like, Kino Warber Blu-rays and stuff like that, you know, like, we, we care about labels and stuff like that, nice. you know, so, like, yeah, but, uh, good deal. Well, uh, I know Chat Pile's on Bandcamp, that's where I've heard him, and so. Y'all go listen and throw them a couple bucks, everybody. All right. And, Matt, you picked a good one. Thank you. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks for coming on, Randy. Well, pre- thank you so much for having me. I, I truly appreciate it. I know I kind of I bullied my way onto this on the Discord or whatever, but, like, I really appreciate you having me on. Bullying is always appreciated on this show, folks. <laughs> Well, folks, that's it for another episode of Wheel of Randy. I'm Dan Wade, your host for this week. Wheel of Randy is part of the Good Trash Media Network. Special thanks to Brian Mays for our artwork. You can check his work out on Facebook at Brian Mays Art. Not Brian May, that's the guy from Queen. Thanks to Moturn Media for our theme song and the This Week's Cover song and the Spin the Wheel song. You can check out Matt's work at Moturn Media. That's M-O-T-E-R-N. 
Special thanks to Alex Sanchez for our Second Chances theme song. You're listening right now to Rock and Gravel by Sid Valentine's Patent Leather Kids, and it is public domain. Thanks to everyone whose little audio clips I've stolen for the other bumpers. Thanks for being such good sports. Wheel of Randy is brought to you by Wade Engineering. We are a water and sewer engineering firm licensed in Oklahoma and Texas. We specialize in small town water and sewer work. We provide individual affordable service. The other service that we provide is to other engineering firms. I am a hydraulic modeler. I build water and sewer models and I can do it cheaper and more accurately and prettier than your in-house engineers. So give me a call. Wade Engineering can be reached at 405-426-7634. And you can also use that number if you just want to talk Randy with somebody. Uh, When I say talk Randy, you know, okay. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. It's Wheel of Randy. Come on, give me a break.